Hello, I'm Dr. Lisa Belayo, and you are listening to or watching Radio Maine. Today, I have with me in the studio, artist Anne Haywood. Nice to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. We have behind me a lovely scene, which looks like it actually could be fall-ish. Yeah, it is fall. It's, um, it's a scene outside of my front door in Waldoboro, actually. And um, it was, I, I'll tell you, it was dawn. And I, you won't find too many dawn pictures in my uh, portfolio because I'm not a morning person. However, um, this was just spectacular. I don't know what it was. I think, you know, I look at the picture, but I think and I can smell the clear air and I can hear the quiet. And I think that's what really, but the but the um, the light is what really captured it. Um, you know, it captured it is what really attracted me to paint it. I have to have like an aha moment before I'll say, yeah, I'll consider that to be um, paintable. So uh, that was my that caught my aha moment. Um, it's realistic, and yet I took out a few things. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> there's a little dirt path from going toward me, and I took that out. I just wanted to make the it all about the um, all about the, the the sun, sun coming up, the dawn. So it created shadows from trees, and that's what I wanted to emphasize: the tree shadows, the light. Um, if you think about it, it's not doesn't have too much depth. It only goes kind of mid depth. Mid, mid ground, and yet, um, and the viewer, I think the tree on the left, because it's so much closer to the viewer than the rest of it, I think it places the viewer. So here I am, I'm looking a little bit down at the road, which anybody, most people would be if you have any height, but I think I'm up a little higher. I'm a short person, so it definitely, I was up a bit higher, um, and um, it really attracted me to, I wanted to show the, um, I wanted to give the feeling of cool and quiet and sun coming up so there's light. That's where I was going. So um, so that would be autumn dawn. <laughs> well, it, it reminds me of a lot of um, morning runs that I take in, in the autumn. I mean, I happen to be a morning person. Um, so <laughs> I envy you. <laughs> Well, I think everybody's kind of you, you resonate one way or the other, yeah, right? True, you don't, you know. True. And I, I can't stay up too late because I get cranky. But mornings, that's oh. my time. But so when I look <laughs> when I look at this, I very much appreciate the that you took the time to capture this because for me, it it is it's like getting on the trails when I'm out um, yeah. running as yeah. the sun is up. You know, it's funny you say that because um, not too far from there, there's a woman who runs, and I mean, she runs distances. She and her husband. She, her, the loop she does is probably 15 miles on a daily basis. <laughs> so um, she, there's another scene I did that's as if I were to look at this and then take a turn to the right. And she ended up buying that because she said it was at the same time of day. It was not the same day, but the same time of year, same time of day. And she said, I, I go buy that every day. And it just, you know, I see that because it's so early in the morning and I just want to, you know, I want to have that in my home to enjoy. So that's really funny. I never really connected that until you said that. It is a special 
time of day. I mean, it's it's very magical. It's very quiet. Um, it is. When, when I'm out, I often will see deer. So the deer, yeah. they're obviously running much faster than I am. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, you're by yourself, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's kind of you and nature. Uh, the feeling like I'm alone, it's quiet. Well, I used to run. Um, but again, it was never in the morning. <laughs> it was always in the evening. Um, uh, those are those are long gone and ago days. But uh, I know what you're saying by you see things when you're running that you don't necessarily see when you're driving for sure. Well, for good reason. You have to pay attention a bit to what you're doing, <laughs> that it's driving. But um, I oftentimes think of myself being an artist that I... That's my job. My job is to see things and that not everybody else might see, not that it's not there, not that I have to dive into the depths of a wood, woody place to see it, as much as it's just stuff in a daily basis that you go by. You don't necessarily pay attention, but I'm looking to paint my world. So whatever I see, I figure is, you know, pretty good. It, it's, it's up for grabs. <laughs> One of the things I like about this piece, too, is the softness of the, I guess it's somewhat in the foreground, maybe the midground, I guess. Yeah. Um, and some of it has to do with the fact that this is done in pastels. It is, yeah. Which is not something that everybody um, likes to use, but it's something that's very, that you've been using for a long time. Yeah, I, I um, when I was getting my, I, I did, the, I did my um, education the hard way. I didn't go straight from high school to college. So when I was going to college, I was working a full-time job. And so it took me 10 years. What's 10 years? <laughs> I got it. And um, one of the things that I think is a result of it taking me longer and so forth and so on is that I came to art with much appreciation. I just love painting. And the reason I love painting is because I've had so many other jobs, if you want to call them that, career and all this other thing. And, and this is what makes me smile. And this is what's me. And this is what makes me happy. So I have something to compare it to. I guess you could say that. And some of my jobs, I mean, I, it wasn't just jobs. They were really career paths. Um, but I gave that. I, it was a hard decision. And definitely one I made with my husband. And he just said something along the lines of, if it will make you happy, please do it. <laughs> and then years later, he said, it's kind of a backhand uh, compliment. But he did say, um, you know, when you first started, I thought, okay, you know, it's good. It's all right. But I just didn't really see you getting this good. <laughs> and I, he didn't mean it in an ugly way. It was a real nice compliment coming from someone who sees you every day, sees the, the, the good pieces and not the not-so-good pieces, and goes through the whole angst, um, which he claimed that I would have more emotions in one day than he would have in a year. But, of course, he being an engineer, you know, what can I say? <laughs> you were encouraged to go into art by your mother, at a relatively young age, even though it took you a while to kind yeah. of get to that point. Right. She, yeah. she saw something in what you she were doing. Did. Yeah. And I was so young at the time, I really didn't 
understand that the reason that she would say to me, well, besides getting me out of the house and out of her hair in the summers, you want to take um, an art lesson here? Would you like to take an art lesson there? And it was, you know, um, you know, at the time, the first one, well, I think, I don't know, I must have been maybe six, seven or something like that. And because it was muffin tins, it was at the Newport Art, uh, Art Museum was having something for children. And, you know, big easel, that's what I remember, standing in line with your empty muffin tin to get the different colors, you know, that they were squeezing out of these big bottles. And, yeah, I guess she saw that I enjoyed it. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're thinking, that was fun. <laughs> and then, of course, when I went home, of course, I was my, you know, I love to color I love to trace. I love to, you know, just do anything creative art-wise. And um, so then she tried it again, you know, when I was a little bit older. She tried to find something for me to do in summers because um, there weren't a lot of kids around where we lived to play with that were my age. So she'd always get me going with something or other. So that that led to one summer um, riding horses, which I, I, I like that too. Um, don't think I'll go back to that one though. <laughs> They're much bigger now. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I went to um, one uh, um, an art course, a summer art course at a local high school. And um, I came home with mixed feelings about that one, but it was really kind of out of my realm. It was uh, in a high school. Even though they told my mother that, you know, oh, any age is fine. Any age wasn't fine because the teacher was really a high school teacher. And um, let's just say that uh, my, my lasting memory is, I mean, I thought that whatever it was that I had done, and I, I can't even remember what it was, I thought it was pretty darn good. And when he gave a critique in front of the whole class, he was pretty darn yeah, I don't, I can't remember what he said, but all I remember is crying in the field alone after the, yeah, you know, it was a little too over the top for my age. So he apologized and then, you know, life went on. But it's funny that all these years later, I remember that, but it never really stopped me from going forward with it. I just kind of remember it, you know, and I've had students of my own. I've taught for art for over 20 years. And I've had some of them come into my class and say, you know, I don't have any talent. Um, you know, I was told I was no good. And it's like, I can connect, <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, one, don't you tell yourself you don't have talent because you don't haven't explored it yet. So let's start from that. And then two, so what? That was somebody else's opinion and all that. Let's see what we can do. So <laughs> I think that's great that you've been able to connect your own personal experience with maybe not such a good um, episode in your art training with the ability to bring something out of other people, because some people might take it in a different direction. You know, I've seen people go in a different direction. Somebody treated badly, I'm going to treat the next person badly. But you, oh, really? that's, that's not the way that you're doing this. No, I would never even consider that. I, in fact, it would motivate me more to to be, you know, understanding. Um, and I think that helps a lot. I, I, you know, when I give instruction, I'll say, this is how, you know, and this is why. And particularly when I go uh, by the person's easel with their piece on the easel and they're standing there and it'll be just one-on-one -on -one type of thing. And I'll say, okay, so tell me what 
you like about this? Well, I get usually I could tell you what I don't like about it comes out first and I'll get them to verbalize that. And then I'll say, okay, so you can do this or you can do that. Usually there's a choice. Um, and they'll say, they'll look at me like, oh, I never really thought about it, but it makes sense. And I'll say to them, why do you think I know this? And they look at me and I'll say, it's because I made the same mistakes. <laughs> and I've corrected them both either way. Depends, you know, which way. I, so, you know, it's just a matter of me passing along my knowledge, giving you a chance to develop your style, your whatever, um, so that you can do what you love and you can take it or leave it, you know, and, but you're strong. With or without me, you're strong. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> you, you've actually needed to be strong yourself. So I suspect that when you say to somebody else, you're strong, I suspect it's because you've needed to dig deep and not just by being criticized when you were taking a class from a high school art teacher. In the last few years, you've needed to kind of step away from your art a little bit and towards um, being responsible for a business that's now 125, 125 years, years old. old. That's right. Tell me what that's been like for you. It's been um, challenging. And it's been interesting. And um, I don't know, those are the two words that come right out is challenging and interesting. I, uh, year, well, when I was 13, my mother died. So that was, you know how you have phases in your life, you can say, oh, um, I did such a thing. What, how, and you kind of, you, you judge what you did depending upon those milestones. So they may be good milestones or not so good, whatever it is, you can say that was before my, oh, that was after that, that type of thing. So she having given, you know, me a lot of support for my art, as far as sending me there and thinking I had talent, I want to prove her right. So that gives me a lot of motivation when things get tough. And then in the last Another milestone, not so good, but my husband passed away, and basically I stepped into his shoes as CEO of a 125-year-old company that has nothing to do with art. However, I do have to say they now have a wonderful collection in their offices. <laughs> and honestly, when people come in, the type of work we do does not have a lot of people come in other than employees most of the time. But when we do have visitors, as we had many visitors when we had our celebration for the 125-year anniversary. Um, when people come in and they walk around and, oh, wow, that's really nice, or, oh, wow, look at that one there, kind of thing. And I don't usually say anything about, I did that, I did that. <laughs> Somebody does usually say, oh, the CEO did that, or something like that. And um, it's like jaw drop, you know, so you're doing this and that. So, I think I've been tested, let's put it that way, um, but life is like that. And um, I think at the beginning, because, uh, you know, I was grieving, um, and it just happened to be February of 2020, and it was like all of a sudden, pandemic, you know, just flourished, started coming out. So my, they didn't have the face mask, anything, when my husband passed, but a week later or whatever it was, he got a wonderful, um, I, it's a terrible thing to say, but it really was a nice 
um, going away funeral, a real one where people came and all that. Um, but right after that, that was stopped. So then I'm sitting in his chair and I think, you know, it's um, about 20 people at the time. And, um, I met with each division, each section one by one said, um, I'm not, I'm not giving up. You know, I'm here. I'm not an engineer like everybody else or like most people or whatever. But um, I had worked for the company for quite a few years and um, in different aspects. I mean, I'll bet a lot of people there that are working there today don't know that I designed their logo, that I did I did the website, not the nitty-gritty of we had a webmaster that put it all together, but I provided all the information for that, which is saying a lot. And, um, you know, I've done other things over the years. But anyway, um, I made it very clear Um I'm going forward. So um, it's been a learning curve. Um, every day is a learning curve. <laughs> but here we are a year and a half later, and we've just been given um, a citation from the governor as a congratulatory uh, for 125 um, years. We were given a citation from uh, a, um, a senator, from a house representative, and also proclamation locally that this is the Thompson and Lickner Company Day, October 21st. So um, we'll have a day to celebrate every year now. <laughs> well, that, Going must, forward. that must be really rewarding for you, considering yes. that you were kind of handed the situation. You made a very conscious decision to do something that was quite difficult during a very difficult time, kind of globally, but also personally. And here you are. Yeah, I'm almost amazed. <laughs> Honestly, um, boy, not to say, I mean, it's been rocky. Um, you know, it's hard, uh, very hard. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone, to be honest with you. Not that combination anyway. But um, I happened to one day, and I don't hardly watch TV. Uh, I have no time. But I stumbled upon a TED Talk, which I absolutely love those um, so it probably wasn't even on TV. Um, I can hear my grandchildren. Ha ha, that was not on TV. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> um, and there was a woman that got up and um, to talk. She's all, you know, all alone on that stage. She was very eloquent. And she described her challenging time. And I cannot remember the combination, but one of them was that her husband passed away. Then somebody else passed away. Then something else. It was like the whole world on her shoulders all at once. And she said something along the lines that, um, and here I am. And I'm okay. And I, you know, and I thought, I didn't even get to see the, the end of it. But I thought, good for you. I've always been very pro-women anyway. I mean, I just, you know, I've, I've done, I've been the women's representative in a large company at one point in my, you know, like a career of different jobs and all that. And I think, um, you know, it's very important um, to keep going. Um, to give up to me sounds like a loss of opportunity. And the fact that all this happened at once, not my fault, sir, I, you know, I had nothing to do with it. So, okay. And as hard as things were for me, there's other people that have much harder things. Um, you know, knock on wood, my family is all healthy. 
And, um, you know, so many other things could have happened, but they didn't. So I'm happy and I still get to do my art. Um, and I get to sit here today and I get to be represented by the uh, Portland Art Gallery. And I'm, I'm just, I think I've got some very good things going on. So I think there's changes coming, but that's just life anyway. I mean, that's just part of it. Everybody's got their things. Don't you agree? <laughs> I I absolutely Especially agree. Especially in your 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 um in your um section of you know what you do, I'm sure you see and hear lots of stories from a lot of people's life. Yeah, I mean, when I'm talking with patients, I'm continually amazed by the resilience and strength and um, fortitude that people show in the face of adversity. So yeah. it's um, it, it's very humbling to me because I think we all go through hard times, but then when we look at other people and they go through even harder times and you yeah. think, wow, that took a lot. That person yeah. really had to kind of dig deep and hang on and keep showing up every single day to live yeah. a difficult life. There's a movie, I forget who's in it, but uh, I think it's Robert De Niro, but the Brooklyn story, I think I'm not good at know remembering names but there's a line he says his his young son is getting into trouble now he you know he's starting to get into making friends with the wrong people and all that and he sees it and he's he's corners him you know he takes him aside one day and he says those people aren't your heroes he said the guys that go to work every day day after day and do what's right those are your heroes. Those are the ones that you should look up to, and that's where you should you should start doing, not these guys that make the easy money. And I've never forgotten that, too. I mean, it's funny the things you remember and the things you forget. But um, I think that's true. I think it's very true. Um, you know, not everybody who's a hero or does things really, um, you know, um, hard is recognized and so forth, but that's okay. I mean, it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking necessarily for recognition. I'm just um, looking for happiness like everybody else. And to walk away from a company after my husband spent 40 something years of his life working there, and it was a lot to him, would have just been walking away. And I could have, but I didn't. And um, I'm happy with that decision. Yeah. But I want to get back to painting more. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? Um, oh boy, if he was here, he would really have a good story for you. Well, anyway, my sister um is about, well, I have to say it. She's eight years older than me. It's not a big deal, except when you're young. It's a big deal. And so he was a friend of my sister's. And he is actually a friend of my sister's. Uh, boyfriend, now husband for many, many years. So they used to hang around a lot, all three of them. I, I did, it sounds funny, but it's true. And so um, he would come over and my mom would be there. And my mom was very sociable. She loved young people. She loved to talk to them, sit down, have a cup of tea and tell me what you've been doing kind of thing. And so he knew my mom and um, he knew me. And I was like, I well, I was eight when he was 16, so not even in the cards, not <laughs> nowhere near that. 
So I left. Um, I left, not to quite like that, but um, years later, when I was 16, um, my dad, my mom was gone, my dad remarried, and we, he, my dad had a job, um, um, it was a pro- promotion. He worked for the Navy, but he, we were not Navy. Um, so he was promoted to a position in Naples, Italy. So even though I had all my friends and I had to leave them and I was not happy about it at the time, um, I ended up going to um, Naples, Italy and finishing my high school and so forth and so on. Um, And then um, I stayed there for overall um, 12 years, had had my son there, married, had my son there and all that, and then came back to um, the States and... um, and stayed with my sister at first because, I mean, I really didn't have a job before I left or anything. I was looking for a job and, and all that. And so um, he went, came over, still friends with her and her husband, of course. And he came over to visit. And, um, well, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> so he said he was he hadn't seen me for years and I hadn't seen him for years. But it's funny. I mean, there was a, there was a connection there that... Um, you know, he was from so long ago. I felt very comfortable with him and vice versa. So he was somebody I could trust and, you know, all that. So, well, like I said, the rest is history. I think we were married, um, officially married for 30-something years. So that's the way it goes. Isn't life funny, huh? <laughs> he was a great supporter of my art. I cannot tell you. He would come with me to... Um, there's international pastel society conventions, and I was at the point where they, I was one of the speakers there. I was one, of, I gave a workshop there, so forth and so on. And he would, and there, there was, they didn't have one base. It was held in um, usually mid country so that people could, everybody wouldn't be too far, anybody wouldn't be too far from it. So, Kansas City one time, um, I don't know, uh, Arizona. Um, different places. So anyway, he would take a workout a week, and that means a lot, because he was not one for doing that, um, and come with me to um, to the the convention. And of course, he wouldn't sit around doing nothing and just have fun going out alone or, you know, wait till I get out and all that. He volunteered to be at the registration desk. And it was really funny, because he made, it became a it became something he looked forward to. He would meet everyone because of obviously where he was. Everybody had to check in and register. And then he made pals with these other guys um, who were doing the same thing. They were there with their spouses, and so they volunteered to be there. And um, they, they were great. They were really funny because um, his, my husband's name was Bob, and another guy's name was Bob, and another guy was a, they called him a, a wannabe Bob or something like that. So he, um, he had fun. And um, and then he would come to so many openings and so forth that were local or whatever, and um, you know be right there and um, just um, all the all the time you know help me get my stuff were to a show or whatever all the time. Um, he just um, and one of the things I want to pass along is that when he was he noticed when he was at the international um, registration desk that combination of Artists and engineers being married was uncommonly higher than other combinations of, of, of um, you know, people who had different um, 
you know, like artist marrying artist or whatever. He, he made it, and I've looked for that, actually, because he's mentioned it. He mentioned it, and I've found, too, there is a, there is a lot of people that it must be opposites attract, or <laughs> I don't know, but, um, yeah, the, that um, it's really funny to, to, to see his side of things. Um, he would critique my work when I asked him to, and um, sometimes the comment was, doesn't do anything for me it's like okay fine I don't want to hear that one <laughs> and then other times it'd be like yeah I like it and then other times it could be I don't like it and so I would take it like every man's you know get outside my art world and see what every man thought about it and um you know um it was a nice to have some feedback like that because I never really took it and you know it never upset me or anything it was more like, yeah, well, sometimes I'd say, I don't care if you don't like it. I do. So that's the end of that. Other times it'd be like, hmm, let me think about that. And, you know, get him to tell me why more than anything else. But, um, yeah, he was a real supporter. I, I have to say, if not for him, I wouldn't have achieved as many things as I've achieved in my uh, late start to my art career. So I think everybody needs somebody like that. I agree. Is he also your connection to Maine? He is, or yeah, he. I guess I'll say is. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, his mother and father had a um, a um, a real Maine camp. What I mean by that is outhouse and two rooms. No, actually, one. He was started out being no, it was two rooms, and um, we were invited to go up and. Um, <laughs> And stay there, you know, when we, you know, when they were there at first. And I remember the first time we went up, I was, it was like, we did the biggest mistake. We took Route 1 all the way. And I thought, oh, my God, where is this place? You know, is it worth it? <laughs> but when I got there, it was like, this is worth it. This is gorgeous. This is right on the Damascata Lake. A humble little place, but right there. And um, it just, the whole place to me was magical as far as I can paint that, I could do that, hmm, that looks like a good, you know. So we eventually ended up purchasing a piece of land, um, sight unseen, <laughs> for um, back taxes that my father-in-law found out about because he knew we were looking. And, um, and then we, we built what's there on it uh, for the most part, but not all of it. And um, and then I could come up whenever, you know, even if he didn't couldn't get away from work. It's like, I'm going. So I spent one summer there and just painted. And it was wonderful. He would come up and visit weekends, and it was tough on him for that because it's a long drive from where we are. It's a good four-hour drive in the summer that can stretch to six. But um, it was great. And then, of course, I've painted after, after that. I mean, all you see practically for me are main scenes. <laughs> really, it's funny, but it's just inspiring to me. I love nature and I love the quiet and, um, you know, the lack of traffic sometimes, not in the summer. Let's not count that part. But all of that, it all makes for, and of course, now it's a whole bunch of memories, which can't beat, you know, good memories for the most part. Um, Going out in the kayak, I love doing that. I did a scene from how it looks sitting in a kayak, you know, the point of the kayak, the blue water, and what was beyond it. I really like those ones. <laughs> it puts you right there. But it's every, 
as I told you, every I have so many stories, but every painting has a story behind it. I don't just paint something because it's pretty. It's all got something else to it for me. Um, you know, I just, uh, I enjoy it. It's, um, it's me. Yeah, I think that in some of the information you provided, you referenced a haystack series. Yes. Um, I've been thinking and thinking and thinking about that, and it's not doesn't have a haystack in it. It's more for the idea I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do the scene that at the end of the day, we have a wharf that goes out to the, you know, in the lake, um, and meaning goes out, but gets you out further than shore. And my husband and I used to meet there at, you know, I think it was six o'clock every evening when we were both here. And um, me with my glass of wine, him with his camera or whatever, and sit and watch the sun go down. And there's a little island. It's not a very long view as far as very deep view, but we, we're on the part of the lake that's called the Narrows, so it's kind of shallow. But there is, um, it, there is a look of, you know, on Golden Pondish to it because there's an island um, not very far. Um, in fact, I've often thought that would make a great studio. <laughs> Just to, you know, pull up the moat. <laughs> There's no moat, but anyway. Um, and we've I've seen that and that sunset and so many different times of the year and so many different colors and so many different weather conditions and so forth that I've been talking for hmm, at least five years about I'm going to do a series. I'm going to do a series because I love it. It just, in fact, I started out doing it without realizing what I was doing. I would I had a whole bunch of different paintings, and then somebody pointed out to me, oh, you like that scene, I guess. And I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and I thought, Rika, I do. So, and then I thought, I'm going to continue it purposely. So every year I say, this is the year. So this is the year, but I really hope I actually do it. Um, and I, I will. I will. I have something up. I have things in mind and all that. So I'm, I'm going to do it. Yes, my observation of you is that you're a pretty determined individual. So if you say you're going to do something, I have no doubt that you will. Well, I have to stay realistic. I only have so much time. I only have so many days. I get just like everybody else, you know, 24-7, that's it. But um, if I keep that thought, it'll happen. I just have to stop beating myself up about not doing it yet. It's okay. It's fine. And I'll bet when I do do it, it's going to be even better than it would have been if I had forced it. I can't force my paintings. You know, it doesn't work. I've tried that. It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing it. I do too. <laughs> Maybe the next time you and I talk, you'll... Maybe you'll, so. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to show it to me. That would be good. That would be good. I've been speaking with artist Anne Haywood. You can see her art at the Portland Art Gallery. Hopefully at some point in the not-too-distant future, you'll see her Haystack series. That will be very wonderful to see. I've enjoyed my conversation today with you, and I encourage people to get to know you a little bit, Anne. I think uh, <laughs> your work is wonderful, and you are wonderful as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.